three, four, two friends get together so that we <laughs> can figure. try things. You just turned into, it sounded like you turned into the Fraggle Rock theme Ready? or something. <laughs> three, four. Da, da, ba, da, 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 da. Is that your tradition? That's my oh Jewish my tradition. Three, four. Two friends get together so that we can try things. You're invited to this podcast so that you can try things. Now, now we will stop saying so that we can all now try this. Guys, welcome to the Jam Pack Live episode of Now Try This, your podcast where your boys... Nick and Marcus, I forgot I had you to forgot your that. name, man. No, I thought you would start it. I don't know why I thought you would, even though I always do. This always is the podcast where we give each other things to try. It's that easy. It's that simple. Every week, there's a try. Boom, we do it. It's that simple. That easy. Boom, try. Now try this. Get it? Got it? Good. Great. And get going. These are the things to get my juices flowing. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> It's like from the 80s rap. I love it. I wear rap. a hat on my head. <laughs> yeah. And then I wear that hat I went to, bed. to the store and bought some groceries. <laughs> then I went home and cooked the groceries. <laughs> then I, was then really I made dinner at... for my family. It was delicious. And now you see, I'm a dad. I'm really cool. I'm bad. <laughs> uh, groceries or groceries is going to be my favorite rhyme you've ever done on the podcast. Guys, last week we did... Uh, what do we do? Bandersnatch? Yeah. Yes, Black Mirror's Bandersnatch. If you haven't had the chance to listen to that, please do. African American it's Mirror. Gr- you racist. Uh, it's a great episode <laughs> of this new Choose Your Own Adventure style Netflix show. Uh, guys, you can get into contact with us at Twitter at Now Try This Cast. You can also, what else can you do, Mark? You can also leave us five star reviews on iTunes with your recommendations, letting us know how we're doing on the podcast, or just tell us about your day. Also, you can scream at us. You can say whatever fuck you want. Mean or nice, but just leave five stars. Just like ABP Finance did. Said, great show. Love it. And we also got one from Godslayer15. Said, wow, such a great podcast. Love the banter between you guys. Good stuff, bros. And there's a bunch of emojis. I'm going to try to interpret them. Okay. The CD-ROM. <laughs> I would have just said CD, but it's definitely a CD-ROM because it's in the square. Uh-huh. Right. There's a camera, a phone, a floppy disk, a question mark. <laughs> A bar of soap, yeah. A film reel, and a telephone. Different than the other telephone because this one's like the red Batman yeah. phone. Interesting, Nick. Yeah. Are you a Godslayer? I'm not done. Also, we got for the heart. Said a fun duo, really fun to listen on my commute. They always give me a great laugh after a bad day. Wow, three reviews, yeah. all five stars. Yeah, uh, yeah. I am suspicious. <laughs> oh yeah, no, totally. I you totally made some friends at work. That's my guess. What? No, these are <laughs> original reviews that I had nothing to do with. Great. Three beautiful people. What was that? What, AP Finance? What was a- ABP Finance. <laughs> new, I like that one. new number yeah. one listener, ABP Finance. So, Guys, this is, this is this, these, sw- these sweet swoonings are going to you, who, ABP. Who is that? ABP? Yeah. Uh, automated by pedal. racial pedal. <laughs> automated by pe- pedal. Finance. Per- finance no, comes P. to there's you. There's a P. There's a P. That's the pedal is. Oh. Bye. Pedal. No, I got it. No, I got it. I, I know yeah. what a P the is. Finance. Yeah. And then the slogan is the finance comes to you. Because it's an AI. Automated by pedal. On two legs finance. that comes to you and does your taxes. Guys, we would love to hear from you. Go ahead and leave us five stars on iTunes. Let us know what you think. You can give us tries to do just like Holly C did on Twitter. She said we should try Terrace House. <laughs> yeah, Terrace House, which we will. That's in the pocket. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck that is. I'm not excited about that. We got to try it. Is that the Asian Big Brother? 
Yeah, yeah, I told you about that. Yeah, I know. I want to talk about it again because I forgot because it's so ridiculous. No. Yo, you know I'm what sure I saw great. on YouTube the other day? What? Uh, Crystal and the goat they got their own YouTube channel to, so we can Who's Crystal see and the their, goat? The, 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 who's Crystal and goat? Oh, shit. From, the, ba- the from Bachelor in Paradise? Romance from Bachelor in Paradise. A seminal classic on this podcast oh that we God. tried. Yeah. I didn't know they had their own YouTube channel. Oh, they just started, dude. I'm pumped. That sounds fun. It wasn't great. It was very, it was, it's like, a little low budget, yeah, yeah, and like just them, it's, it's, <laughs> and obviously they didn't like film for hours and hours to get good, interesting stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's just them like standing in the living room saying, "We're moving soon to a bigger place," and this is what we think of commitments for like five minutes. And then, oh my god! And then god. the dog comes through cute, and then it's the end of the episode. That's gonna be bad. Yeah. Did you watch the premiere of The Bachelor? I watched half of it. I haven't finished the second half. Ooh, I also watched about almost half, and it I was too much. And it I was could, long. I could, it, ooh, man, there is so much pop and circumstance is. on that episode. There really I, is. I don't know if I can watch. It. No, there was like, too much. I pageantry. very much want to meet these girls. Yeah, and see, you know, and they sell they sell Colton at the beginning. I wasn't they sure, do. but the way they they show him mm-hmm. at the beginning, I'm like, also everyone oh, calling know. him a virgin made me go on his side. Oh whereas originally I was like, oh, this guy's kind of an asshole. I don't want to see him yeah, as bachelor. I totally thought he was an asshole, but the way everyone's like bullying, everyone's bullying <laughs> him so hard. My favorite part was in the first like ten minutes. Chris, uh, is it Chris, the main guy, like, the host, Chris? Yeah. He sits down with Colton and he's like, oh, people have said some mean things on the internet about you. And uh, Colton says a couple of them. Yeah. And then and Chris responds like, yeah, and some of them are saying, you're not a man. What do you think about them? <laughs> Chris has no chill. No, he doesn't. And I kind of love it. Yeah, yeah. But, but then I spent, I watched a 90 second commercial uh-huh. and then I watched five minutes of some people getting proposed to that I didn't care about. And then another yeah. 90 second commercial. Yep. And I'm like, I, I can't. I can't. Yeah, There's yeah. no... What are we doing? I was able to not watch the commercials because I was fast forwarding through them because Cassie DVR'd it. God. Um, but well, even then, I still only could watch half. I mean, I, I just want the show. Yeah. Like, there's so... But it's because like it was this, the first episode. Like, the second episode will have just... You know, it'll be like the so. other seasons. I know, but... But the first... It was too much. Oh, man. It was really This is the first time I was like, you know what? I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. Yeah. I'm going to be in. I'm going to be a bachelor boy. And oh, I was man. like, I can't. Oh, God. Yeah, it, same. I like, feel the same way. It, it's cute that you have these people going to these random fans' house yeah. to hang out. But I say that for, like, the season finale. 100%. When, like, 100%. you need to fill time. Yes. <laughs> Why are we filling time at the beginning? Like, yeah. I want to meet the girl. Yeah, spend more time with the girl. I want to know more about this girl that makes up her accent. I, feel I don't know anything about exactly. her yet, but I, I want to know. I also feel so bad because... The girls were filming for like the longest first day, I think, probably in the show's history because they filmed until morning. Like, oh, really? Yeah, they were like, it's so late. Like, you heard, there was a couple of like lines where the girls wow. were complaining about how late it was. You got and then the when the girls left, because uh, maybe I did. No, I don't think I finished. I don't know. So I didn't. Because I, I only met like four girls. The first rose ceremony already happened. Meet, I didn't, you got almost to the end. What are you talking about? The rose ceremony is always at the end of the episode. Hmm. I don't think I finished. It sounds like you have like two minutes left. <laughs> yeah, I, might have two I minutes. literally got like, <laughs> but not even halfway. <laughs> but I think the rose ceremony happened. The girls went home and it was they were like leaving and saying goodbye and it was daytime and I was oh, like they were still wearing Christ. the outfits That's that they were wearing those dresses and I was like that makeup cannot was be it just one day That's of awesome. filming? That's awesome. So you've met all the girls. Sort of. I mean, that's how much you mean. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I yeah. Met, I've met uh, nobody has met Colton yet for how far. Oh, I'm okay. I yeah, couldn't yeah. even get to that because I was so. No, it gets more interesting, out. and so I know, I'm but there's on just it. so much pop and circumstance. I just yeah. can't. Oh, it's hard. But tell me who your favorite is. Who's your girl? Who's your Who's your number one right okay. now? Who are you rooting for? My number one. Just pick your. You know, I don't remember. Your Cassie. That's your girlfriend. Yes. No, I'm talking no, about the, the, the girl. There's a girl named Cassie, and she gave him a box of butterflies all the time. I'm sorry. What? She gave him like a box of like in when she was stepping on the car. She gave him like a box of like cute 
plastic butterfly things. They I were was not picturing alive. alive butterflies, and then it was like, so they were dead when he opened the no. box. And he he like took one, and he put it in his pocket, and I thought that was like a cute like moment. He had a Rochester's Drag Race, and I've caught bits and pieces, and yeah. one of the girls on there had this elaborate butterfly costume with these little compartments that open. Oh, that's and in cool. the middle of her dance, she opened them up, and butterflies would fly <laughs> out. It was, it was real cool. Yeah, but. They were all dead. <gasps> so she would open it up and dead butterflies would fall out <laughs> throughout different sections of oh, the song. Like it happened three or four because no. it was part of the dance. She was yeah. ready to pull open like this <laughs> flap and this buckle and yeah, yeah. all these butterflies would fly yeah. out. They were all dead. Oh no. She killed tons of butterflies. That's so bad. I know it was very bad. It's so bad. But that's not what we're here today to talk about, Marcus. Oh, we're here to talk about what? You tell me. <laughs> Fiddle on, fiddle Marcus, on the roof. Marcus, I challenge you to watch the seminal classic Fiddler on the Roof. He's fiddling something on that roof. Insert trailer here. Will you find out? In a world where the Jews are persecuted, but not in Germany like you may have thought. In Russia. The year is... I, I don't know. 1905. 1905. In this town of Bethlehem. One family will survive the trials and tribulations. It's like Pride and Prejudice, but Jewish people. Sold it. Nice. Thank you. <laughs> nice. You watch Pride and Prejudice? Like ever? Yeah. Yeah? No. I have the soundtrack to the Karen Knightley one. It's a really good soundtrack. Oh, really? Yeah. It's got some of my favorite songs. <laughs> so Nick. <laughs> Which is weird to say, but this one called, I think it's His Hands Were Cold or something. Where his it's, hands were cold. No, there's, no, there's no words. They it's felt not, so icy <laughs> on no my skin. <laughs> his hands were cold. <laughs> Ooh, you are in a singing mood, which I think bodes well for the fiddler out of that roof. Um... Yes, what you were saying. <laughs> I was going to ask you, why the fuck you gave this movie? Okay, so I love Fiddler on the Roof. He said it's like your one. favorite movie, number one movie of all time. It really is. I mean, anytime anyone asks me the question, I say Fiddler on the Roof. And it's been a couple years now since I've yeah. seen it. So it's gotten to the point now where it's like, ah, would I pick that to watch over like something else? And I was starting to think maybe it's not my favorite anymore. Yeah. Maybe it's just a classic to me. And then I rewatched and I was like, this is 100% my favorite movie. <laughs> because I was sitting there reciting all the words, yeah. singing along. I knew every little, on the other hand. I knew yeah. everything about it. The reason it's my favorite movie, though, is because uh, I've mentioned it before, but I was in a program from fourth to sixth grade called Orbit, which stand for Opportunity to Realize Better Ideas Through Thinking. And those were all the smartsy kids that didn't get along with the normal kids. <laughs> Had to go once a week. Um, As punishment for being smart. Kind of. Uh, but it's where we did brain teasers and read old books and watched old movies. And, you know, I mean, honestly, it was really impactful for me because my family is not cultured. We do not watch old movies. They do not <laughs> let me listen to music. They do not read have book discussions about. We are very uncultured. Uh -huh. We are swine. We are deep, deep, don't, deep don't rooted. Don't talk about your family like that. I'm talking about myself. <laughs> um, but all kidding aside, I just hadn't had any exposure to anything like that. Where, and I know you know this. Yeah. Coming from a low income place, it's really hard to uh, kind of try to stack up against all these other uh, people who have just more. More access to things. Yeah. Whether that's knowledge or. Right. And we, I could be money. just as smart as another guy, but if I'm not. If I hadn't watched these movies that presented these ideas and thoughts to me, they would have never ran across my mind, yeah. and I would have just not. So uh, something that Mrs. Quattrone, the teacher that did the show, mm -hmm. always made us watch old movies we did. We watched Gone with the Wind. We watched Tale of Two Cities. Uh, we watched Fiddler on the Roof. Yeah. Um, 
And I remember sitting there watching Fiddler on the Roof, thinking like, okay, it's movie day. Well, we're going to watch a movie. I mean, we watch a movie every week. So yeah. okay, this is the movie. This is the time we watch a movie. Which now looking back, it's like, she sat us there for three hours. She got paid <laughs> to do this. Wow. What a, what a scam. Yeah. Uh, let this be known. This is a three hour movie. Oh, 100. This isn't even the longest movie on my list of things to give you. Oh, God. And it's not the only movie with an intermission. But anyway. Back the to- intermission? Oof. Back, we'll talk back, more about it later. Back to back to my story. I remember sitting there in the chair and I remember watching this movie and being blown away because this was the first movie I think I saw that was like like just just a movie that was about something else. Like it was the first time I was sitting there and the whole point of watching it was to see a different culture, to see mm-hmm. a different mindset, to see a different to see something else. You know, up to that point, I've watched The Lion King and cartoons and this and that. It was all for entertainment. But this was the first time I remember sitting down, watching a movie and having the metaphors mean something. Like, and we talked about it afterwards and about what it meant and what the fiddler means and what tradition means and what family means. Oh, man, I can't wait for you to explain it. It it blew me away. And so much so that the teacher just saw that had an impact on me, gave me her copy the copy we just watched, her, her copy that she had, yeah. the only copy she had, she gave it to me and said, I could tell that this was a pack for you. I want you to have it. Um, I can see you playing Tevia someday. Um, and at this point, I had it. I, I wasn't an actor. I had yeah, yeah. tried to act. We hadn't done any acting. I've never acted anything. I haven't said, oh, I'm going to be, a, I think I want to be an architect up until that mm-hmm. point. And she was like, I think you could be an actor. Just promise you, me if you ever do act, you'll try to do this and you'll invite me someday. I was like, uh-huh. okay, great. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then later through that program, um, this was also the seminal moment when we had to do Macbeth, like as a group, as a class. Yeah. I was like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll do Macduff. And who's a, like a two bit part with like 16 lines. Um, and after I had the whole class had to audition, um, she said, all right, you're going to be Macbeth. I was like, I'll audition for Macduff. She's like, no, you're Macbeth. It's like, you are going to be the lead and you're an actor and you're going to yeah. do this. I was like, okay. The same teacher. Yeah. Nice. And that was when I realized that. Uh, my gift were my words and mm-hmm. how I could say them and how I could capture an audience and blah, blah, blah. And why yeah. I'm an actor. And it has to do with Fiddler on the Roof and Macbeth. Yeah. And it has to do with her and how she inspired me and opened my eyes. And uh, this movie has just always been something I keep going back to because the music is just so impactful. The lessons I've learned from it have meant so much to me. I feel a kindredness to uh, the Jewish culture. Mm-hmm. I, I think it actually is pretty similar to some of the, some of the same kind of traditions and foibles and and um, stories that kind of perpetuate in Hispanic culture. It seems weird to me to try to explain why me being Puerto Rican <laughs> would be the same as someone being Jewish. Yeah, yeah. But there are similarities there. And we can talk about them as the movie goes on. But sure. but it's been something I've always kind of associated with. Yeah. And um, it stems from maybe my first time watching this movie. Interesting. And I, yeah, and I would have been I would have been eight, eight or okay. nine. Wow. When I first saw this movie. That's great. Yeah. yeah, we were young. I mean, you know, usually you don't watch the tale of two, the old black and white tale of two cities yeah. quite yet. Um, but we did. And it was important. It's also where I read Animal Farm, my favorite mm-hmm. book, um, which, again, she she I was the poor one in the class. She, she gave me her <laughs> copy of that book. I have it right there. Yeah. It's why I'm always carrying around. I love Animal Farm. It's, it's why I always have that beaten old crappy yeah. copy of it because she gave it to me. And she's like, again, she. You know, she she was the first person to ever mentor me. Yeah. She was the first person to ever care. You know, I mean, my, my family cares, but mm-hmm. they're busy with their things. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. They're working and you know, my mom worked all my life. And, you know, and the teachers didn't get me. They were kind of annoyed by me because I always had the answer. And, mm-hmm. you know, kind of 
I'd be frustrated at the pace everyone else was going through. So I was actually kind of a dick growing up. Yeah. You know, I was a little know-it-all thinking I was above everything. And then the teachers couldn't call me out anything because I knew all the answers. It's like, well, if you're so smart, go ahead and do this ahead of time. I'm like, okay, great. hundred <laughs> percent. That happened a couple times yeah, yeah, growing yeah. up. And it's yeah. just, you know, that was the first place where I felt a community and a home. And I learned how to talk to people. And, you know, before that I didn't have any friends. And after that I learned how to relate to people and, you know, not <clears throat> take what I know and try to put other people down from it. And it all comes from that program and filling on the roof, and that whole time in my life uh -huh. and that teacher. And it, it's all the same to me. It's all this compacted memory. Wow. Yeah. So that's why I gave it to you. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Cool. Um, hold on one second while I go in and change all my notes to be positive. Thanks. <laughs> the, the, the thing is, it's not... It's not the kind of thing. I mean, it's different than Runaway Bride, right? Because Runaway Bride is a modern tale that is easy to satirize. Yeah. But Fiddler Roof is a classic. I mean, like as much as you know, we can look at it from the lens of today, and you can nitpick it all apart, and and I, and I expect you to, and I'm and I welcome it. Uh -huh. It's I'm not going to be as defensive as I needed to be with Runaway Bride because <laughs> I needed to defend that pick because it's a bad movie. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah. this is this is a classic. Everyone yeah, loves it. and it means yeah. so much to me that it's almost like. I'm like, honestly, I, I thought to myself before, before we started, I'm, uh -huh. I know that I usually kind of, I kind of uh, spearhead uh, the discussions about a lot of things and I kind of make us go on path during the podcast, but uh -huh. I, I'm really interested. I really want you to kind of take over because I really want to see this movie through a different lens. I'm so biased to it. Yeah, yeah. I grew up on this movie. I've yeah. watched this movie dozens of times and it's made me who I am. And, I, and I'm kind of excited to hear you talk about it, go through the movie, go beat by beat and tell me what you think and what you saw. And so I can see it, you know, differently. And yeah. Kind of, kind of new and fresh for the first time. Yeah. And if, even if that's not a hundred percent that I give the movie, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's still exciting. I'm yeah. still very excited about it. You know, it's so funny watching this movie. I feel like, it felt like a movie someone would force kids to watch in school <laughs> and it just felt and it's so funny that that's exactly how you watched it yeah. but you know different, what i mean but different yeah yeah, yeah. like it's a, it's a movie this is the program where we, because of this program we wanted to do it you know yeah. it was yeah, it yeah. was different than like you know during english class when they made you watch kenneth Branagh's hamlet you know yeah, yeah. Just, it just it felt different at the time in the place at the time yes yeah, yeah. but for me Certain watching sense. it now and i was like man i totally like I totally could see this as being one of the movies that like an older teacher would have like forced me to watch because it was so impactful in their life or whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just so funny to get I that vibe. You know, those movies that the fucking teacher yeah. wheels in the cart and it's like, we're gonna watch this movie. Yeah, they're just a little too dated. Yeah. You know, like where the red fern grows or something. Yeah. Random yeah, yeah. Like that or, and you're yeah. just like, OK, I, it's cool. I appreciate it. But uh, I want to watch something cool and flashy as a kid. Well, as a kid. Sure. I didn't feel that way now. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I figured it a little. Where's the explosion? Come no, but it way. starts off with like the longest sunset I've ever seen in a movie. Um, to say this movie takes its time is an understatement. There's a lot of scenes where I'm like, okay, you're staying on that for a long time. That's a fact. This movie was nominated for like seven Oscars. Yeah. And it won Best Cinematography. Sure. And it also won Best Music and it won Best... Sounds this came out in 1971, something. right? That's or correct. something. That's correct. It, uh, people had more time back then. <laughs> okay. How often do you watch older movies? Um, I only, I feel like with older movies, I only watch the ones that I already like. Yeah. 
Yeah. Is it's that, hard is to that be weird? exposed hard? to watch yeah. new stuff. I feel the same way. Like, there's, I, nothing, there's nothing exposing me to it. I've never seen Citizen Kane or Vertigo, and yeah. I know I should because they're supposed to be we the took top that, two movies. Those film classes. I took like three film classes in college, mm-hmm. and they all like exposed me to like... Well, I didn't show up all the time to that one. <laughs> and, um, but the ones that I did, I But I watched a lot of old movies because of it. Honestly, I only remember North by Northwest and The Graduate. Did I watch anything else in that class? <laughs> I've watched The Graduate so many times, not a single time by choice, all because an older white guy teacher was like, this is one of my favorite movies, and just put it on, and I had to watch it. It's funny because that's I've also- I've seen it four times. That's one, that's, honestly, that's one of those movies that if you discovered it for yourself, you would have been like, whoa. Yeah, for sure. And it's like, hey, hey, <laughs> hey, hey someone's standing there, she's like, oh, this part. And you're like, you know, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's it's made to feel because he's yep. lost, and it yep. feels lost. No, I got I get it. I got it. I no, understand. it's cool. Yep. It's, it's always different. It that way it is, you know? it is it which is. is interesting because i feel like we as a society kind of need to uh, i mean there's so many remakes of and the thing that we has gotten lost in the last yeah. decade or so of filming is is taking the time like if, if a movie came out now that took its time as much as this movie that yeah. people would you know say the drag's on and you know, you know things like that i think that it, it's hard because i feel like yeah you can say that it needs to take its time but i think that I mean, the we've Avengers become, movie was almost three hours. I think we've become more efficient in our storytelling. I don't know. Like, we can fit a lot in three hours now. No, but that's not the that's not the point. The, the point isn't – there could have been more – like, there are movies that are three hours that come out now, right? Yeah, of course. Uh, and there's – and they and they feel different uh, mm-hmm. pacing-wise because we have less attention span now. Yeah. But it also has to do with, like, the editing style has, has way more cuts because yeah. it's just what we're used to. And then our attention spans are so much shorter, so the fill it with so much more, you know, dialogue and more yeah. action. But, the you know, the reason you're on that, I mean, it's it's hard. It's super yeah. hard to really sit there and really watch this movie the way it's intended, you know, way back when, when yeah. there wasn't as much. Like, it's hard. Going like, on. <laughs> you sitting there and watching a 10-minute sunrise is like, why am I watching a 10-minute sunrise? 10-minute sunrise, you know, yep. it's all It's all you can think to yourself. But it's, you're supposed to sit there and listen. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And it's, it's so hard to do now. Like It is. Like, even I find myself like... But I mean, I didn't because I love this music, and I was yeah, there, yeah. like, "Yeah, this music." Dude, but dude, but dude. even it's hard not to notice. Like you yeah, even noticed so it, hard to you notice. know. And it's, it's one so of your movies. Like yeah, you, you could get lost in it. It's hard to watch but, the movie like they're intended anymore. Yeah, but th- th- I don't think that's a bad thing necessarily. But it was just no, no. An, such an interesting thing to watch a movie that yeah. really just took its time in a lot of scenes and let it like go on. And a lot of times, I thought songs were over, and they just like, okay, here's another verse. And I was like, but you had a whole like hour-long conversation in between the songs just continuing now okay cool i'm along for the ride let's yeah. do this yeah yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's a different type of yeah. storytelling but it's, it's very kind of musical what is based on that play what is it what's yeah the play came out in like the the 60s they made okay. it, it which is also which yeah. is based on a series of short stories yeah. called like tevi and his daughters or something uh, like okay that. but it felt very much like a play too which i appreciated um it's hard for i feel like movie musicals to capture that play feel yeah. well this was the time of them right like yeah. the 70s and 80s mm-hmm. like we got them all the time yeah, yeah and they were great yeah like now they feel different like the greatest showman's a bad movie with good music yeah you know? oh music's great in that movie yeah the movie's bad it's very bad but it's, it's funny yeah it's hard too now because with it's got to be fast and flashy i feel yeah. with musicals you can't like tell a serious dramatic story with a music with the movie musical yeah, really it's, anymore I mean, it's hard it's yeah. super hard you know? yeah it's hard to do um uh and then it just there's a very long song about tradition 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 <laughs> and i immediately was like oh okay great they're singing a uh, very long song about tradition and the home is gonna be about subverting tradition <laughs> 
I I know how this works. I've seen this before. Because of, because it's been based on film. Yeah. Room. <laughs> it was just so funny to hear that. But it was nice to see that like like I was a little hammered in, but it's nice to see that like that you get to see what the town's about, how it's steeped yeah. in tradition, how they've been there forever. It's their home that they know. And eventually when they get kicked out of it later, and that it's, it's more impactful. Oh, I'm so it's sorry. Year old movie. It's, yeah. <laughs> this movie's 48 Spoilers, years old. Spoilers for an ancient story. 48 years old. That's crazy. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Well, it's just so funny looking at the, uh, like, because if I pause it on Amazon, it like pops up like who the actors are and stuff like that. Yeah. So you just look around. All their old and pictures. They're all oh, old. So, so they're all dead. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not all of them, but a lot. The old people were are definitely dead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, part, that rabbi might be kicking around. Oh, you think so? No, you think the rabbi's around? No, no. <laughs> I think. I love I love this opening number, right? Yeah. Because I mean, most musicals have great opening numbers. That's yeah, what yeah. they do. Big, big. Uh, but like you said, it sets the stage for what this whole story is going to be about. You know, there there is no subterfuge in old movies like this in old musicals. Yeah. You know, like it's they have a whole overture at the beginning, mm-hmm. which is so interesting. A whole overture at the beginning that sh- that has you hear every song that's going to be in the whole show, m- melody wise, at the beginning. Yeah. To prepare you. To hear it later. I don't know the psychology and the thematic musical yeah. reasons behind overtures and why yeah, they yeah. exist, but I do know that that's the purpose to mm-hmm. like hit at you all the it's musical like, themes you're trying to It's just to prepare you emotionally. I, yeah. Because like it's such a weird thing to explain. Naruto but... did it too, right? So hear me out. Naruto, right? The First anime, few episodes sure. of the anime. For... I'm just saying the people we're, that are listening boy to here. the Fiddler on the Roof episode might not know what Naruto is. Uh, I think there's a very big cross-section <laughs> of Naruto fans who are listening to Fiddler on the Roof. If this was a Venn diagram, there'd be Fiddler on the Roof, Naruto, Naruto. and the crossover would be me. <laughs> That's it. So, so in the first few episodes, he wears a headband. He wears goggles on his head. Sure. That's to prepare you to get used to not seeing his forehead because he's going to wear the Naruto headband eventually. Yeah. So it's, that's what it's doing. Oh it's just God, preparing you. Naruto's head for him. <laughs> <laughs> Blew my mind. But exactly. Yeah, yeah. Which is so interesting. And I love the, I mean, again, we can talk more about it. But... Oh, I can, I'm going to keep, I've decided I'm going to keep making anime references <laughs> during this episode. I'm interested to see how you can fit Yuri on Ice into the act three Wait, of this movie. We'll, we'll, we'll do it. Okay. We'll the, do it. But um, Tevia talking to God. Yeah. Is a big part of this movie. Most of the time when he's talking, he's talking directly to the audience, looking into the camera, yeah. talking to them, breaking the fourth mm-hmm. wall, or talking to God. Yeah. You know, so it, it's, <laughs> I love when he just looks up in the sky and goes, What the fuck, bitch? <laughs> like every time. That's basically his emotion. <laughs> he's like, Some shit happens. He looks up at God. He's like, What the fuck, dude? They actually had a ball on a stick above the camera at a certain point. Oh, really? So he could, when he's talking <laughs> to God at certain points. Is that he, interesting? He doesn't have a fixed point. Like you can tell yeah. that he has a fixed point that he's it looking at. It's really funny. Yeah. It's like God is right there. I, <laughs> I see him. He is right there in that spot. I think it has some urgency in the dialogue. But he he breaks the fourth wall and he talks to you. So yeah. he's teaching you about the traditions. Like he's telling you we wait, we cover our heads mm-hmm. and we have these prayer shawls. And I just think I just love I think it's like you said, it how it feels like a play because of that. Like yeah. it doesn't take that most movies when they transition from play to to movies take that away yeah because breaking the fourth wall happens a lot in theater but it doesn't happen that much in movies no. you know you got ferris bueller's day off you and got deadpool deadpool and you got a couple other random things i don't know but but this does it right away shows it to you breaks that and honestly it it was nice like i i liked it i i kind of i missed i missed the breaking of the fourth wall 
for non-comedic purposes. Oh yeah, you know, because it doesn't, it just doesn't happen yeah. a lot, you know. And I think it was effective. That's true because it's almost always comedic now. But it's, it's a good joke. Yeah, you know, one hundred percent. It's very effective in Deadpool. It works great, but it or was, horror, or I guess for horror effect too, it works. Like whenever when a game for video games, I guess when oh, a okay. game breaks the fourth wall and is like Marcus. Why'd you make that choice? I'm like, fuck! That's something else. But um, but I just felt I feel like when I'm watching this movie, I know I know Tevia way more than I would normally because you know he's he's talking to me. He's like that dad or brother. He's the focal point of the whole movie. Um, and he is not the titular fiddler on the roof, which um I will say was incredibly disappointed because (laughs) I was eagerly awaiting the arrival of the fiddler. And they kept showing him. He comes down. He he does a little ditty, and then at the end of the movie, he's following them on their way out of uh, Jerusalem. Anatevka. Uh, Anatevka. And the whole song. Anatevka. Do 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 do. I skipped that one. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, and a so pot, a pan, a broom. Is that like what we're leaving behind? Yeah, Yeah, it's the end. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, and I was like, "Are you fucking serious, this motherfucker?" I thought. Here's what I thought. Right. This is your fault. It's fine. Okay. I like to build a story. (laughs) So I thought the fiddler. I was like, okay, great. He's not the main character. I got that. Fine. I'm okay with that. Right. And then I was like, but he's gonna play an important part. Right. Like the in my head, they were gonna come down and be like motherfuckers we're gonna destroy the anatevka and then the fiddler was gonna be like hold on boys let me play my fiddle and he was gonna fiddle hard first of all and Marcus, defeat the russians you know the fiddler's not actually there hold on <laughs> the fiddler's not on the roof no it's a metaphor oh man oh boy what's the metaphor for it literally says in the beginning what is it for it's tradition huh Tevye explains that tradition yeah. is Sure. That is that hard bear to cross where you have to play a fiddle, but on a roof, it's hard. Yeah, yeah. But right. he, my boy did it. Okay. Yeah. And why couldn't he come down from Metaphor Land? He does. Okay. When tradition got too Become hard. Become physical. When tradition got too hard. That's what that end scene is. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. But he's like, I should leave you behind. Yeah, but how cool would it have been? Tradition, you AK... fucked me over, okay, but sure. I still want you to But come. if the fiddle became an AK-47 and he took down the Russians, Nick. That's what I was thinking was going to happen. I was waiting. And it never did. Okay. Maybe the movie is just a little ahead of its time. I think so. Right. Or behind. No. <laughs> behind the time. Uh, right, or right on time. It was 1971. <laughs> I don't know how many. <laughs> okay. <laughs> What's the next part? Uh, you, beat, you beat the family and you find out that he has a bunch of daughters. Five. Um, five daughters who are of various oh, ages. Um, and they're all nice. They're sweet. Um <laughs> And then you meet his wife, Goldie, who... Golda. Golda. Goldie? Golda. Goldar? Golda. <laughs> Golda. Yes. You meet her. She's great. I liked her. Um, it's so funny because as soon as we, I, you meet Tevya, I was like, oh, it's fucking Nick. I was like, Nick totally is fucking Tevya. <laughs> What do you mean? You kind of look like him, <laughs> kind of act like him. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, this is the this is a role that Nick was born to play. <laughs> appreciate that <laughs> and then there was one part when it's like if i were a rich man yeah 
Yeah, the most famous song yes. from the musical. And then he's You've doing he's doing the little dance with the arms. I was yeah. like, I fucking I told Cassie, I was like, I've seen Nick do this a thousand times in my life. <laughs> I was like, Nick has done this fucking dance so much. I've learned the dance I, from I this movie. I finally know where it's from. Oh my god. Yeah. I finally can see the context for something that I you've think that's done the most so interesting much. Interesting thing about our podcast. We've known each other so long and we're such good friends. Yeah. But we're slowly picking apart every incidental thing we do and finding out where it comes from like yeah. you know you talking about this thing growing up affects how you do things now yeah, and yeah. vice versa yeah real interesting it is interesting yeah um, but before we get to that song yeah yeah we, there's, a, there's some stuff in between <laughs> uh uh the matchmaker comes by yeah and it's like oh have i gotta gotta get a sweet, is that the gossip match. lady she's not a gossip she seems like the gossip lady is that she's the old lady? The, yeah, she's, yeah, a, no, she's her, a matchmaker. But I think uh, Cassie w- told me this. Uh, her name is means like gossip lady. Like oh, she's Yiddish? Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. She's very gossipy. <laughs> <laughs> she's like the town gossip or whatever. That's what yeah, that means. It's like... Um, but she's also the matchmaker. It's so like in Spanish job. when it's like Bonchichosa or whatever. I don't know Spanish like it. Oh, it's like... Uh, Yenta is her name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the word. Played by Molly Picon. So it was very on the nose. Um, but yeah, so then they start singing a matchmaker, matchmaker song, and all the girls are like, oh man, can I, I please love... marry someone who's not obese and is going to beat me? Oh, uh, the song That's starts, all they asked for. The song that starts, no, it starts, here's the best <laughs> part about the song, the song starts, it's like matchmaker, matchmaker, make me a match, and the two, the second oldest and the third oldest girls are like, I want the best and the richest oh, yeah, and yeah. the most glorious, and then the oldest one is like, Bitch, you're gonna get what's you're gonna get coming and pretend yeah. to be the matchmaker. And she's like, oh, oh, yeah, have yeah. I got a match for you? He's handsome, he's tall, that is from side to side, yeah. And just that like really teases funny. them, he's like, they're gonna be fat and poor and ugly, and, and then, then it beat dawns the shit out of them, and yeah, and <laughs> that's what lucky. they literally said, you'll be, you'll be lucky if he stays drunk all the time so he doesn't beat you, is what they say. And then it dawns <sighs> on them their situation, and then they're like, I just hope he's nice, that's all I want, <laughs> and that's how you get him. Yeah. Well, but the song's interesting because, right? Because it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's showing a, a prison back on itself. So it's saying this is how it was, but obviously it wasn't perfect. Yeah. But yeah. that's just how it was. And the yeah. whole, and honestly, I love the, I love the placement of the song because it, it showcases the daughters. You get to meet them a little better. Mm-hmm. You kind of get their frame of reference. Yeah. But yeah. It also sets up the whole movie. It does. Right? Yeah, yeah. So it sets up because the whole movie is basically about uh, Tevia marrying off his three eldest daughters, mm-hmm. like beat by beat by beat. And slowly losing his traditions along the way. Yeah, you know. But I, that's why I love this song. It's it's a, it's it's probably the second most famous song after "If I Were a Rich Man." Really? Wasn't the sunrise sunset? I mean, sunrise sunset. I mean, if you know it, then maybe not. yeah, that, that was probably more famous than it's just such a than matchmaker. Song. That's a solid song though. It's it's, solid, a, it's a banger, man. It's a, it's matchmaker, matchmaker. Oh make shit! Me a match. Oh fuck da, yeah! Da, da, da. Make me a match. Da, 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 oh. Da. <laughs> oh, so then what? What's and next? Then it's if I were a rich man. Then it's if I were a rich man because the dude's like, we're fucking broke, and I need to marry off my daughters to some rich dude. Yeah, and then he and has a little monologue way. beforehand. I still remember. It's dear Lord, you made many, many poor people. I realize, of course, it's no shame to be poor, but it's no great honor either. Yeah. And then he goes into. There's a song. lot of great lines about being poor. I was like, man, if I had this this armor when I was a kid, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I could have thrown these out. But I didn't realize how poor I was because I was like, "Oh, I'm like Tevia. You know, he seems rich 
in happiness. <laughs> and that's what matters most. Because everyone knows money can't buy happiness. I also love it can just buy stability. <laughs> but in this song, he's like, he lists off all the things he could buy. Yeah. It's basically the song. Yeah. He's like, I bought my wife a house. <laughs> I buy this. I buy yeah. that. Um, and it's a, it's a very famous song. Very, you know, covered by Gwen Stefani. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was if I was a rich girl, Nick. Ugh, get your shit right. Get your facts right. Okay. Well, I, I might not be uh, oh, no. a topple. Is a game coming? No, I don't have a game. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, th- I feel like any game I could have would have been offensive to the Jewish culture. <laughs> mm. So I decided not to. But I, and I'm no topple who yeah. got nominated for an Oscar for his portrayal yeah. Tebbia. But I do have my senior year performance of If I Were a Rich Man. Oh boy! And I thought I'd share it. With I want to. I want to see. Okay. How'd you get it? Just on YouTube? No, YouTube didn't exist yet, dude. You didn't upload it when you were when YouTube started existing. No, no, my 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 parents weren't the types. My parents. My mom wasn't the type to record things because we didn't have yeah. a fucking camera. But by the time my senior year came around, I think they had cell phones, so mm. they recorded this and one more of the songs from the show. That's cool. Someone out there has a tape of the whole show. Well, like six families, because there are a lot of Guys, white families in the show. Okay, if you are in the uh, Chautauqua area. <laughs> Chautauqua County. Chautauqua County, and you. A performance of 2008. You recorded Dunkirk a 2018. School, <laughs> not to, 2008. 2008. Dunkirk High School performance of Fiddler on the Roof. Tweet at us. Is that a real beer? Yeah. I was the only one on the show that could grow their own beer. So really? I did. Yeah. Wow. Everyone else has these ugly, gaudy, big, fake curly beards. Yeah. And I'm a real one. I look hot. <laughs> Everyone else looks like a fool. That's why you were a type No. Shut up. <laughs> You're all, oh, he's got a beard. He's the only one. I didn't have a beard at the time. I had to shave it away for uh-huh. Jared to see. Oh, come on, boy. This is so you. <laughs> Which is the problem, right? Because now I would act <laughs> a little more. Probably not much more. This is great. A lot, a lot less hand movements would happen now, I think. They'd be more, like, specific. Yeah. Not, look! A lot of hand work. This is my favorite part. There's a lot of hand work right here. This is it. Nailed it. Beautiful. <laughs> so when you were eight years old, the teacher said you could play this role. And then 10 years later, you're like, yeah. Yeah. Did you invite her to it? Yeah, I have a picture. Sure. Oh, my God. Fast forward. 
Just like did, just like I did during the real thing. Yabba dabba dabba da Yabba dabba 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 do Yeah Yeah That's what I wanted to see A little shimmy shake I've seen you do this so many times In our friendship The hand motions? Yeah No the Oh like a little Little baby, that's us learning. We have to leave Anatevka. No, no, that's the dream scene. Oh, you gotta hold the hand with somebody. Nice. Uh, and that's the teacher. Oh, that's nice. Mrs. Quatrone changed my life, and I got to invite her to the show. I cried, it was real sweet. Oh, no, who'd you fuck in here? Who'd you sleep (sighs) with in the cast? Um, I think I was dating the girl who played the. I think in the beginning I was of the show I was dating the girl that played the, the ghost. The ghost, uh-huh. not the ghost that killed people. The ghost, the ghost. She had a very small part. It was the it was the the grandmother Seidel. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was dating her at the time, and I broke up with her in the middle of production because she was falling in love with me. <laughs> I remember. I, sh- I remember. I showed up. <laughs> I remember. I showed up at her porch. I had another friend drive. You're like, I'm I didn't sorry. Drive at the time. Yeah, no, this is the time. Uh, she, wait, she's, hold on. Let me do it. Okay. I'm sorry. I know how much you care about me, but I just don't feel the same way. That's not quite right. What was it? Uh, I, she was sitting on the porch and I said, hey, uh, I just wanted to come tell you I, I think we should break up. And she said, but I love you. And I said, I'm sorry. And I walked away. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, I know. <laughs> that would have been better. <laughs> I felt bad, dude. Oh, man. Oh. Player over here. Oh, this is a lot to pine for. You know what I'm saying? It is. It you know is. You know what I'm saying? It is. Okay, Nick. So at this point, we are past. If I were a rich man, we're five minutes into the movie now. No, you're fifteen. Yeah, fifteen. It's just three hours. <laughs> oh God! Oh, this movie! It killed me. Oh, what do you mean? Oh, it was just like, like a lot happened in the movie. Yeah, I understand. It feels like years passed, but maybe not. No, it did. Uh, but man, this movie was long. I like. I felt every minute there of three it. Three marriages and a baby. There's a lot. Yeah, there was a lot long. that happened. Yeah. And a sewing machine is great. <laughs> yeah, and a sewing machine. But I just, oof, man, even thinking about this movie is making me exhausted. At <laughs> uh, this point in the movie, we meet uh, Mato, the, the tailor. Who yes. Is who wants to fuck the all oldest Saito. daughter. Yes. Yeah. And we also meet uh, Perchik, the scholar who just comes into town. And yes. Tevye offers him food to teach his mm-hmm. daughters yeah. lessons, mm-hmm. who eventually falls for Hoddle. Yeah, the and the tailor oldest. is not rich. He's not doing well. He's doing fine. He's doing fine. I mean, the thing is, when you are a poor town, you don't buy new clothes. Exactly. So he probably doesn't. He does so a, lot he probably of does a lot of repairs. A lot of repairs and maintenance. Yeah. Isn't isn't making a lot of a lot of old dresses. And, yep. You know, yeah. Can you stuff. sew this up? It's my old dress. I'm giving it to my daughter. <laughs> and he's also a pushover. So I'm, just, I'm sure the people are like, oh, I don't have a lot of money. I'll pay you later. And he's like, oh, that's it's fine. like, oh, just give me a hot meal. Yeah. You know, it's Actually, that kind of town. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because the scholar comes and he's like talking and he's like uh i could like teach your daughters f- and the dude's like i don't got money bro and then he's like uh i'll do it for food and he's like 
you got yourself a deal. Yeah. Um, and then it's kind of like I, at that moment, I'm like, Tevi, you're kind of inviting the serpent to go into the. I was just going to say, you're just inviting a dude to fuck. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No metaphors needed. You got five hot daughters. You got five daughters. Well, <laughs> a few of them are underage, Nick. So they're all underage. You got three hot daughters. Well, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I just. <laughs> I don't well, know. Y'all know what Nick was I thinking. I don't know what her chick is into. So I'm just saying. Yeah. I got a backpedal. <laughs> so then we uh, get a nice Sabbath meal. Yeah. With a nice song about the Sabbath. Yeah. About protecting. Oh, Sabbath. 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 Yeah. I learned so many new Hanukkah songs. <laughs> yeah, you could probably. I, I could probably. You just watch this movie every Hanukkah. Yeah, there you All go. Eight days. Yeah, there you go. I, the only one I knew was Adam Sandler one. I was expecting that to show up in the movie. It didn't. Disappointment. So then, and then after the Sabbath, he has to go meet with Laser Wolf, the butcher. When I learned that this man's name, this human man uh, in this movie uh, was Laser Wolf. Now it's spelled Lazar, right? Yeah. But they pronounce it Laser. They, were, they pronounce it Laser. This dude's name is Laser Wolf. It <laughs> is the fucking coolest name I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> I want that name. I want to name my child you know what Laser, Wolf. Laser Wolf. Is? Yeah. When he's like, after he's talking, he always like does this with his beard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if I had a beard that I could tug on with my full hands, I like that too. I yeah, all the time. Yeah, he has nice eyes, Laser Wolf. He does have really nice yeah. eyes. You get to see close-ups of a bunch. Yeah, and then Laser Wolf is like, "Hey, <laughs> my dude, I'm a butcher. I'll be butchering shit all day and long." He's like rich, right? Because everyone money. needs meat. Who needs to? You need to eat food. I got, got it. it. I got food and I got guap. Okay. So come. He's very rich. He is. He's got like a servant lady. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was his wife for a second. And then I heard the proposal and I was like, that must not be his wife. Yeah. And so he asked Tevya uh, and he's like, hey, dude, your daughter comes into my shop. I think she's cute. I'm trying to fuck. But I know tradition can't fuck unless we're married. So I'm trying to marry. He asked for the hand of marriage because he says he's lonely. Yes, that is and what Tevye's happens. Like, Good job. Tevya's like, my dude. On the other I got you back. No, a hundred percent. You get the first Tevia on the other hand. On the other hand, I love his on the other hand. Uh-huh. I say it all the time. I love it. But he, they drink a lot. Oh, and then we get the great song Laheim. Yeah. Do you remember Chris, my roommate, before Drew? the stupid one? Well, it's kind of mean. But uh, no, yeah. no, 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 not that one. Yeah, your other friend was a stupid one. You had one friend that was the stupid one. Oh, you're talking about John. No, yeah, yeah. yeah he, he was dumb. He was yeah, really yeah. dumb. No, I'm talking about Chris. Okay, Chris yeah, cool. I remember Chris. Yeah, he liked football a lot. Yeah, yeah, he was Laser Wolf in our that's high school awesome. Crush. So we drank, <laughs> we drank live together. Um, no, and then and then he's like, you know what? You got it. You can marry my daughter. It's fine. I can use the money. Yeah. And then he goes home, and around the same time, they're basically like, the the other dude is like, it's in the morning. Oh, in the morning, the so other nice dude's day. like, "Hey, because because Tevi is way hungover." Yeah, 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 yeah. He yeah. Is mad and then the other dude model is like, "Hey, I want to uh, marry your daughter," and he's like, "Oh, fuck." Well, first his daughter's like, "Don't make me, don't make me marry Laser, <laughs> please, please, I'll do anything. Yes. I hire myself as a servant, please." Yeah. And she, and he finally buckles and says, "You don't have to," because he loves yeah. his daughter so much. And yeah. then model storms in. Yeah, he's like, "I'm gonna bang your daughter now." That's not quite what he says. It's not. They said they gave each other a pledge. Mm. They gave each other a pledge. Unheard of. Absurd. <laughs> they gave each other a pledge. I like how unthinkable. I like how originally, like it starts off with the daughters not, um, not being that 
unreasonable, right? Like she wants to marry, to marry another him. Jewish man yeah. who's like a good dude with a job in a store, that, right? That they have known forever. Yeah, yeah. That he almost considers a son yeah. anyway because they grew up. And together. then the second daughter's like, I want to marry a dude who's like a rebel and is locked away in Siberia. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then he's like, "Okay, cool." And they don't even ask. No, they're like, they ask for they your just, blessing. Yes, and, and he's go. like, "Fuck you guys." And then the third one's just like, "Can I just like fucking fuck this dude?" I met this nice Russian boy. I met a nice Russian boy who's Christian, hardcore Christian. Can I be with him? And he's like, "Nah, that's the worst offense of them all." Yeah, non-Jewish boy, get this. And it fuck doesn't out even get here. as much time of contemplation as the other no, ones do. It. It's like absolutely not. No, he's just but like. Then he no. says this great thing about. <laughs> How much can I bend before I break? Yeah. Which is really interesting. But also, until, until like, the last 10 minutes of the movie, he's, like, disowned. Well, but... You're to, not even part of the family. To be fair... Disowned. Because, because he says no, and then Hava is, like, okay, and then goes and marries him <laughs> in a Christian church by a priest yep. without all the trappings Gangster of a Jewish... Move. Oh, my God. And then, just, move. and then just shows up and says, I'm married. Yeah. Whoa. That's like, cool. Didn't you see how much he bent for your other sisters? He would have got there. Like, if you just like explain to him. And let time go by. Yeah, let time pass. Show him that you love. Like this is where the, the rom-com dude. would happen, right? Yeah. Where he, the Russian guy would just run into him all the time. Yeah. But my girl Hava wanted to fuck. She's like, I now. need to fuck now. And um, this is going to happen. So yeah. let's do it. Oh, man. That's great. Um, but going back. Going <laughs> go back, back. Go back. They gave each other a pledge with that point. <laughs> Mantle, uh has this great line about even a poor tailor deserves to be happy. And that's like the last clincher that makes yeah. uh, Tevia say, okay, fine. Yeah. Um, and then Models goes and sings Wonder of Wonders. Wonder of Wonders. Miracle of Miracle. I love this song in the show because it was one of the only moments I got to go backstage and rest. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> you're the main character. Got yeah, a lot. Was on, for most Who played the fiddler? Uh, this girl named Hannah. She's the only person in her town that can play the violin. So she she That's got awesome. up on that roof and played that violin. That's great. Yeah, it's a good job. Yeah, I want to see Fiddler on the Roof now, like a play. Oh, the play version. version. Yeah, yeah, I want to see the stage version. It's good. But like, I want to see a modern, like, trash version of it. Like a high school production. No, like a modern trash fire. Like someone goes, like some big producer, like Warner Brothers or something like that. And it's like we're gonna remake, but with like Ty oh, like, Dollar Sign. Like- <laughs> Like yeah, like Annie. I want to see that version. Oh man, what's yeah, the yeah. song that he sings out, out the out the helicopter? Did you see that movie? No, I did not. Oh, have I shown you the song? I think you have. I feel like I have. Yeah, yeah. Because it's so ridiculous. I'll play it again for this, these folks oh, at home listening. But that's what I want. I want that version. I want like Hugh Jackman as Tevya. <laughs> and Ty Dollar Sign as Moto. It's called "The City's Yours." This is what you get. This is what. It is that Warbucks. He's like Stacks. This is his name. Oh my god. That, this is the version of. Oh, fuck. And this is in a helicopter overlooking. And he's is it diegetic or non diegetic? What's diegetic mean? It's. Uh, is it. Is the girl hearing? Are they hearing the music, or is he just singing? Oh, and he's no singing one hears. No one in the sh- and he's thing dancing hears along. it. She's dancing along. I think. Here's, I can. I can tell from the song. Here's how much of a mess this movie is. It's both. fighting <laughs> <laughs> for. Oh, that sounds like a banger, though. Sounds like a good song. 
it's just so ridiculous because oh of God. how this movie is trying to be so modern. You know, it's so funny. Uh, tangent on a tangent. My sister is uh, now a huge fan of the podcast. Sure. And she, she, she I went uh, over to my nephew's birthday party. I went over to her house and she was like, just talking to me about his birthday party. It was great. She was okay. just talking to me about how great the podcast is. And I was like, it took you a very long time <laughs> to get there. Anytime that someone hasn't mentioned how amazing the podcast is, yeah. it's because I know they haven't listened. Yeah. So like my mother hasn't like said, oh man, I love the podcast, blah, yeah. blah, blah. I was like, bitch, I know it's because you haven't listened. <laughs> Or else you love it. It's amazing. It's true. You listen every week. It's so funny because I was like, oh, I'm gonna, I, I mentioned you the other day. She's like, strange to my mom, but we don't talk. She I forgot, would listen. I forgot what I said, but I said something. She was like, oh, I, I was like, oh, you should come over because she has work on the day of my birthday party thing. And so she was like, oh, I, I was like, oh, you can come over after to the party party. And she was like, oh, is Dick going to be there? I'm a fan. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, your sister? Yeah, my sister. That's yeah, because yeah. I've never met your sister. Exactly. That's yeah. very funny. <laughs> That's why she's a fan of me, bitch. That's fucking right. Sisters, it's true. Love. <laughs> I just thought that was so Yo, cute. Yo, all the sisters out there, boom. What's up? How you doing? My name's Nick Nack. How you? What's up? Nick what's good? Wow. Yo, if if I were Richmond, I'd buy your heart. Oh Damn. shit. Yeah. My drop. Because women are property. Hell yeah. That's what this movie taught me. <laughs> <laughs> oh man so then um i think it's oh and and then it gets to the point where tevi's like oh shit how am i gonna tell golda that my yep. our daughter is gonna marry this rich dude he's gonna marry this poor taylor and yep. how does he decide to do that in song <laughs> in song yeah <laughs> no he um what happens i don't remember it's the dream sequence oh uh, yeah because that was a lie he didn't really have that dream <laughs> He has a dream where um, his mother, his grandma, his grandma or his girl's grandma, Golda's grandma, some ghost from the past comes in and is like, I don't know. It's unclear because I think they call her grandmother. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, That's why I was confusing. Grandmother. Yeah. I think it's their grandmother. Okay. But she came in and she was like, yo. You can't marry this dude. A blessing on your head, muzzle tough, muzzle, muzzle tough. Yeah. A blessing to me when, muzzle tough, muzzle tough. And that was really funny. It was cute. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But it's 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 a good way of getting out of uh, <laughs> um, uh, having your daughter marry that fucking dude, funny. Laser Wolf. You must have heard it wrong, Grandma. I don't know if I do. If my daughter came up to me and said, "Hey, Dad, I want to marry a man named Laser Wolf," I'd say, uh, "Where do I sign?" Hell's yeah, you're gonna marry Laser yeah. Wolf. Yeah. If, or if a guy named Laser Wolf came up to me and asked for my daughter's hand in marriage, I'm like, yeah, cool. Wait till she's 18, but good otherwise. I like Laser Wolf a lot. He's yeah. so funny. He's cool. He's, He's so not that funny. bad of a guy. Yeah, I mean, out of all the ways that could have gone, yeah. Laser Wolf is not the worst scenario. No, no, no. no, no. He's a fat old guy, which sucks, but like. He's kind of cute. He seems nice. Yeah, he's like Santa cute, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like jolly. Yeah. He's very jolly. Yeah, you don't want to fuck Santa, but like... You know, you, if you have you know, to hang get out. the toys, I mean, whatever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Would you fuck Santa to get toys? What kind of toys are we talking? <laughs> whatever you wanted. How thirsty is Santa? Santa needs like, This is like a one... Santa is needs... Is this like an in and out thing, or is this like a long A one-night stand. One-night stand. How long is the night? <laughs> <laughs> Christmas Eve, he's got presents to deliver. You gotta be fast. I can be fast. <laughs> I've been wanting an Oculus Rift. Yeah, you Yo, get one. All the fans out there to complete the story to say I fuck Santa Claus, just send me an Oculus Rift. <laughs> find out how at Not Try This Cast. Find our PO box. Yes. Right there. You can, Nick, you can also find our PO box at our Patreon. How Nick fucks Saint Nick. Patreon.com slash Not Try This Cast. There you go. Or Not Try This. I don't know what it was. How Nick fucks Saint Nick. There you go. That's the name of that. Guys, 
in your five star review, Saint leave Nick an erotic Nick. novel. Oh my goodness. <laughs> of Nick fucking Santa Claus. We will not get one of those. I'm Please mention you. North Pole, his North Pole. One summer, a whole group of people called me Saint Nick at a summer program I was in. Hmm. If it was Christmas time, I'd get it. Summer, I don't get. It's because I gave everybody gifts. I was very nice. Um, and generous. It was mostly to the girls. Oh, you're one of those. 100%. I remember every Valentine's Day. Yeah, you know, I remember in, high, in middle school and high school, those nerds that would like give girls <laughs> gifts and be like, no, no, it's just, I just, I saw this rose. And that I was you? you? For a little while, yeah. That was me too. Yeah. yeah. I, I got out of it by the end. Thank God. Me too. Thank I'm so happy thank I got God. out of it. Thank God. Oh. Now I look back and I see nerds give like earrings to a platonic girl and I'm like, you're the problem. There is no friend zone. You're just creepy. Anytime. <laughs> Didn't you do that like pretty recently? Uh, what? Did, did you get some girl earrings? No. Like two years ago? What? That was like a platonic friend. No? Am I remembering wrong? You mean the squirtle <laughs> earrings from Comic-Con? Yeah. That was just a good gesture. It sounds like the same thing. Jesus Christ. Thank you so much. It sounds like the same exact thing. It totally does. It's not, though. You know what I mean. Uh, you fucking know what I mean. Get the fuck you out got called out. <laughs> I just got wrecked. <laughs> Remember in high school when you bought girl earrings? You did that like you stumble ago. God damn. <laughs> I just got got. Oh, it's okay. Whatever. I can't respond to that. I can't, def- I can't defend myself. If I defend myself, I sound like I'm lying. It's true. It's true. I'm damned if I it's do. Lose, damned if I lose. Don't. Yeah. Except oh, the girl man. got those nice, sweet ass earrings for free. They were like six ninety nine. Hey, I guess you're right. Earrings, earring. Yeah, earrings, earring. You did you're it. You did right. the you're thing. Right. I did the thing. I just. <laughs> you did the thing that you just said. Remember those nerds <laughs> that would what? do this? I got friend zone. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just She's just a good friend. But um. <laughs> okay, let's move on. Uh, Where are we at? Um. Okay. So well, I think we're on the second. We're on the second marriage. Do they get married before this? They get married before the second couple gets together, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Because so then, this is that big deal with the wedding about the dancing. So then they have the wedding, and, and then, then we get a sunrise, sunset, sunrise, sunset. I know you heard the song. Did you know that was reference to the wedding? What? Because I know you've heard the song before. Oh no, I didn't know it was reference to. Yeah, I thought it was a reference to the sun, the sun coming up and then going down. No, it's about children growing up. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I love, I love the line where it's like. I don't remember growing older. When did they, you know? Yeah. When did he grow to be so tall? I also don't remember when any other lyrics other than so... sunrise, sunset. Well, it's when did she grow to sunrise, be? Sunrise. When did she grow to be such a beauty? Yeah. When did he grow to be so tall? It's just a really nice lament on, you know, the passage of time, mm-hmm. what growing up and, means. And being a parent. Yeah. 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 It was, it was interesting. I, I, I like I would probably watch the movie again as a parent. Son, yeah. If I have a child. And they don't let me sing Sunrise Sunset at their wedding. Oh, <laughs> oh I can't sunrise, wait. Sunrise Sunset. I can't wait for you to have kids and just like, just do the silliest shit. I'm going to be the corniest dad. It's going to be great. In the goddamn world. You know, the only person that's going to be cornier than me? What? You. Yeah, you're right. Oh, I'm going to be the fucking, <laughs> oh, I'm going to embarrass the shit out of my kids. I'm, I'm going to think I'm doing a good job. And then you're going to outclass me every step of the way in terms of the corniness. Oh, badness. the corniness? Yeah, yeah. corny. Oh, I'm going to be full on dad mode. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. You know, it's gonna be good. I'll be like, look at this children's book I made about my kid and about them growing up. He's like, bitch, check out my trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, that sounds right. Yeah. <clears throat> um, no, and so and so at the you get to the wedding and it's funny because Laser Wolf is there and La- I love and they're all section. presenting their gifts, yeah. which is fun. And he's like, just because there's no hard feelings, I give you five chickens. And I love that they announce their gifts. Like, yeah. that is dope. I want to do that at my wedding. Yeah. Like, 
So if you bring a bad gift, you're gonna be fucked because it's getting that shit's getting announced. Okay, and from Nicholas Nieves, a toaster. I mean, to be fair, if I'm still as down on my luck as I have been, you will be like our other friends that have recently got married. And you won't get a gift. That's fair. I listen. I'm gonna get you. Listen, yo, I, yo, Andrew. I know I haven't gotten you a gift, but don't worry. As soon as I make it, I got you, bro. You're on the list. I got a list of people I gotta get uh-huh. once I got, and you get what I got. Got it? Yeah. Now nice. get. <laughs> I still feel so bad, but it's like what are you I do? know you guys know, and it's like you yeah. know. I still feel bad. That's fair. Yeah. Um, like, I think Joseph's probably gonna get probably get married next, and I'm like, ah, it's, gotta wait till you got. Uh, it's gonna take get. all. It's, all, it's gonna take all I got to get there. Yeah. <laughs> you got me. I got you. <laughs> uh, I hope he gets married at his house. Oh, I hope it's a cheap wedding. <laughs> so, oh man. For us. Yeah. For them, they could do whatever they want. Well, that's two best friends. Fucking. It's very expensive for people to go to. Yeah. And especially to be in, too. Drew's was expensive monetarily. Andrew's was expensive ego-wise. So I had to stay with his family. <laughs> <laughs> but I've also stayed with them before, yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. I love them dearly, yeah. and they know me. But. Family, another theme of... Fiddler on the Fiddler roof. On the roof. Like Boom. we see during these wedding scenes. Yeah. Well, it's so funny. Laser Wolf is just like, here's my five things, and then they get into a fight. And Laser yeah, Wolf... Like, Tevi's like, thank you, thank you. And then Laser Wolf, yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and then Tevi's about to tell a story, and yeah. then Laser Wolf's like, I don't need to listen to your story. You, I'm not marrying your daughter. Yeah. And then he, and he's like, you broke an agreement. He's like, what do you mean I broke You broke an agreement. And they yeah, just yeah. go, and the whole thing like takes sides. It's really funny. Yeah. But then... Uh, they start the dancing. Dance. Oh, the bottle dance. That was dope as fuck. It really is. Yeah, that was really cool. So the dude puts a bottle on his head and he starts going at it. If you don't bottle dance my wedding, I will be disappointed. I think the first place I saw this was like in Adam Sandler's Eight Crazy Nights. I think it's they did something a, it's a like Jewish this. Thing. Yeah, yeah. It's not a Fiddle saw, on the Roof I, thing. It's well, a Jewish it's funny thing. Yeah, well, it's funny because I saw a lot of these. I saw a lot of Jewish things first in like Eight Crazy Nights with that. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, I've seen this dance before. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then there's a good scene about uh Petchik, Perchik explaining. Do you know Perchik is Starsky from Starsky and Hutch? I did not know that. Yeah, nice fun fact for you. But he um says we gotta dance with girls and breaks the line. Yeah. He's being a rebel, and it's I really like the moment though when Tevi is like, and I'm gonna dance with my wife, and he yeah. like goes with him too because he knows he's right, <clears> and, you know. Yeah, and he's willing to. I, I love Tevi as a character because he's like. He's quintessentially like an open-minded, but steeped in the prejudices person, mm-hmm. right? So he yeah. is very much. He, he talks about the good book all the time. He yeah. all he wants to do is talk about it. That's all he wants to do. He's very traditional, but he loves his family, and love comes first, and he knows that. And yeah. he's like changing throughout this movie, bit by bit, beat by beat, and I love that. If you had the chance, now I know Amish and Judaism are very different, but if you had the chance to become Amish. Would you do it? Because oh, I feel like the, because, the lifestyle is similar in terms of like the time and place, well, right? If we're talking about like what is it called? Has, 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 Hasidic. Hasidic. Uh-huh. Jewish is similar to Amish, but not Judaism in general. No, I know, I know, I know. But I'm saying the time frame of like having to farm and build a having barn farm, by hand having, without on, machinery. Hold on, having to farm and not use machinery because it doesn't exist yet, and because that's how you eat is different than now. Choosing, yeah, yeah. Going in, so I'm saying if you had the choice, that, no, I to live not, like this, no, there's you? nothing appealing about it, a little bit, no, there's something appealing about like a simpler time. I think if an Amish person say, Hey, you won't be Amish, I say, I can't try it. You got you got a 14 day free child, <laughs> yeah, there's like so much rape and shit going on. You don't have to do that, 
I feel like I would though. You can stop it. Be the change you want to see. No, but when you have the change you want to see, they just kick you out. Hmm. And they keep going. Interesting. <laughs> you don't think you don't think the first person thing is like I'm gonna go change things. But there's still Amish people. I guess that's when that's when they do their Ramspringa and they like fucking leave or whatever. Yeah, dude. <laughs> We're just on a perpetual Ramspringa. <laughs> I am. Wow, I, am I never Amish. thought about it like that. We're all Amish. It's just some We're of us. We're all Amish. Just some of us ended our Ramspringa. <laughs> okay. Have you? What? Thought about it? The Amish? Sure. Yeah, when I went as in uh, in like high school on a trip to go see the Amish people. Hold on. As, so hold on. Maybe it was middle hold school. On, hold on. So as a trip, school trip, your school was like, "Hey, let's go watch other people live their normal." You've lives. never done that. So many schools do that. No, really, that sounds awful. You go and you just look you just at the look Amish at people. Yeah, and you eat like food, and it's like it's kind of like going to like those old timey places it, with actors, Amish, except it's people's lives. Bring you in, and it's like acceptable, or are you just like showing up? And they make money from you, so yeah, oh. they're okay with it. Weird. Yeah. And they, they For a cook second, and stuff though, like I thought you were just like driving by. It's like, look at the Amish. No, people. no, you get out of the you get out of the bus, <laughs> and you go on tours of like their houses. And then you and go stuff. through Chinatown. It's like, look at all the Chinese people. <laughs> New York City's weird. No. And these all these little fucking kids from the Bronx were like, whoa! It was it blew I'll my never mind. Forget. Blew my mind. And honestly, and I, I'll never forget this one girl in high school. Yeah. There's a lot of dumb people in high school also i want to clarify i definitely know that these people that we are not amish that they are jewish oh you brought it but up. I, I just i wanted to mention know. a simpler time you and that's the that closest sooner. thing they i could get to stopped listening there's the closest and thing i could get the to internet destroying you <laughs> um this one girl i will never forget she, she they were talking to another girl and i overheard and the one girl asked do amish people have periods huh and the other girl responded i don't think so huh I just wanted to share that nice little story uh, about some girls in my high school. I think they both have gone into early childhood education. Huh. Do you know a lot of the teacher, the kids in your <laughs> high school that went on to be teachers? It makes me want to homeschool my children. No, no, I don't know. There were a lot. Most of the people in my school, I feel like, went on to try to be teachers. Wow. Um, and I just feel like most of the people in my elementary school and middle school, I think, just went to prison and like had kids and are working. And I like, had, I had even, I had an even amount. Oh, okay. I well, think that was everyone. Well, I mean, the white people try to be teachers, and the black and Mexican and Puerto Rican guys are all in prison. And that sounds racist. It's a demographics. It's an unfortunate statistic of your school. Correlation does not mean causation. Am I right? <laughs> Am I right? Um. <laughs> yeah. No. This is what happened to me. We just didn't have white people. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. There no, so we're the same. <laughs> we're the same. We have white people that be teachers. Oh, my God. <laughs> God damn it, Nick. What? Oh, I don't know. It's a weird thing to say. <laughs> Not as weird as all Amish people are Jewish. I'd say that. I don't know, man. Play I, the tape back. No, I don't. Play the tape Oh, back. my God. Oh. Um, so at the, at, the, at the end of the wedding, the Russians from town come and make an example at the wedding, and they're slowly you find out they're pushing the Jews out. Yep. Which is just, which is just crazy. I mean, as I was watching this now with my lens, it's just like how much I know about the world. This, uh, which is still not a lot, but more than it was back then. Just how bad the Jews got it, like notoriously. Like they've been pushed and pushed and pushed, and almost them live on the Upper West Side, which is pretty nice. But <laughs> I'm just saying to get there. 
has been awful. It's suffering. Is, oh yeah, is one of the commandments. Of <laughs> it's crazy. It's just like, oh man. I mean, oh man. I don't know. Like Christianity sucks, man. Well, it's just a like, funny. I know Judaism has bad things in it. Yeah. But like Christianity is what pushes these people to be killed all the time. And it's just awful. It's so crazy to see this and be like, still today, people uh, just are anti-Semitic and just completely, they have the conspiracies about like the Holocaust and stuff like that. It's, it's crazy. Well, I was also thinking about all this and it made me think about the wall and it made me think of everything that's happening now. And it just made me think of the World War II. And then it just made me think of, because I've also been listening a lot to the Daily and a lot of what's going on right now is to talk about the wall because it's so pertinent right now yeah. about because it's the cause of the shutdown and mm-hmm. what's going to happen and where we're going to go. And, you know, maybe we should just build it to get this over with. And I don't nope. know, but a lot of people, you know, it's like it's 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 the matter. It's, it's not the money. It's the matter. It's like yeah. to have walls like that. And it made me think of the Berlin Wall and it made me think yeah. of like this movie. And it's just like it's crazy how that's it's still it's still really relevant. And mm-hmm. The movie's old. Fuck. You know? Yeah. Well, I mean, history repeats itself. Yeah. It's like, it's insane that, that this stuff like this is still happening. Yeah. We still have such a divided country. But now it's, uh, you know, just a different enemy. Like, it's just a different thing that people are pointing at and saying, you know, is the problem. Yeah. And it's always a different scapegoat. <clears throat> Sucks. Well, made me depressed. Thanks, man. The movie is the most depressing movie. Um, so then at this point, we see a model gets a sewing machine. That's real yeah. cute. And it's a big deal. I have a baby. Oh, yeah, that too. <clears throat> the sewing machine is more important. It's how the movie shows it. And yeah, it's very yeah. funny. Yeah, it's very funny. It makes you think they're going to go see the baby. I also like, I like that this movie, yeah, it was like depressing in certain instances, but it wasn't as bad as it could have been. You know, like. There's more depressing movies. There's a lot more depressing movies out there. You know, all these girls could have like been in terrible situations. At the end of the day, this is a feel-good musical. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, exactly. It's just, a, it leaves on a very somber note. But they all got married to people that they liked. Yeah. I mean, like, how, what else could you really ask for? Well, I mean, to talk to your family. So at this point, <laughs> uh, you meet, you find out that Hava has entered a relationship with the Russian boy she met earlier. Yes. And she asks uh, her father if they can get married, and he's like, hell no! Stop talking to his ass, he's Russian. Yeah. Um, well, it wasn't, it wasn't even that he was Russian, it was just that well, it's more that he's Christian, right? Because uh, yeah, I was uh, yeah. I was associating the two in my head because technically they're Russian too, but they're yeah, Jews. I don't know. It, yeah, you're right. Whatever. <laughs> that Christian boy over there. I don't know, because it breaks the mom's heart to go Russian. into like the yeah. Christian church, and she's like, "Oh yeah. well, god, it's, just, it's scary." You know? <clears throat> this is the way they see them too. Yeah, you know. As soon as she walks in there, the one of the priests, the uh, he wasn't the pre- the priest. He was like a pastor boy. He's yeah. like, What are you doing here? Mm-hmm. What business do you have with the priest? His His Highness. And yeah. Like, Jesus Christ. It also made me think because of like how regal uh, it presents the priest in this movie yeah. and how like humble the rabbi is. Mm-hmm. It makes me side with the Jews every single time. Yeah. It's like, Jesus Christ, Christians suck. <laughs> it's okay. Don't Christian bash over here. You're right. It's okay. Just, this movie is not pleasant. But anyway, so they get married against us. And then we get uh, one of my favorite songs, which is the Hava Ballet, where he's like, little bird, little Hava I don't understand what's happening today. Yeah. Everything is fading in, fading out. And it is this really nice, it's a dance sequence. Yeah. (laughs) It's a real nice dance sequence of each of his daughters um, finding their loves and dancing off and Mm -hmm. Ava dancing off and being gone forever. Yeah. And the middle child went to Siberia at this point too. 
Oh yeah, we skipped that. Yeah, uh, we skipped that. Yeah, P- Pritchett got arrested. But we mentioned it earlier. Anyway. Yeah, Pritchett got arrested. And, and so she was like, Otto "I'm gonna like, be in Siberia." He's like, "Your husband's making you do this." She's like, "No, I love him. I want to do this." Yeah. So she's gonna go to Siberia while he's in jail and work. Yeah. And wait, wait, and try to get him mm-hmm. uh, out of there. That's crazy. Yeah, I That's... just hate the fact that like side stories, they both just die. I mean, the, how does that work out? Yeah. It was just fucking yeah. Siberia. Mm-hmm. It's Siberia. Yeah. You go to Siberia. What are you die. doing to work? Yeah, you stay die. there. You're staying there in prison. She's staying away. Yeah. That sucks. <clears throat> but it's a really touching song that she sings. Uh, yeah. She leaves. Um, and then, uh, yeah, you're right. Havla comes and she's like, well, she, she shows up at the end of the song. Yeah. You know, and she's like, Papa, I got married. Please forgive me. And he starts to walk I love away you. And he's, she's like, talk to me, talk to me. Yeah. And then he's like, no. Yeah, it's no. just like a weird no! art movement yeah. that I love. Yeah. It's like, no. no. It's great. It's so good. We're making fun of it. It's super powerful. Yeah, yeah. It's super like um, visceral. You yeah. Know? Where he's just like, oh, he's just so angry because yeah, yeah. he loves his. And you can tell he loves his daughter so he does. much. He does. They're his everything. And he, but, but it's, it's everything he's against. And it's, but it's also at the same time seated in this fact that. The Russians are pushing them out at the same time yeah. too. It's not like just the tradition. Like well, these sequence yeah. of events but might be similar, yeah. but it's uh, but it's exaggerated yeah. even more so because the Russians have just attacked them at the wedding. Mm-hmm. They have pushed. They're pushing them out of yeah. the town. And it's like, and now you want to marry one of those guys? Yeah, yeah. You know, and just because he's like, I'm not like them. It's like, but you're still one of them, and yeah. you're one of us. What is you know? Yeah. He says this really interesting line, which I mean, uh, it's, uh, it's I don't know how much weight it would have in today's context, but yeah. at the time, at the time, it makes it it um. It puts it in a good context for what he's thinking. And he says, as the good book says, or something like that. And he sa- explains, a bird can love a fish, but where would they live? Yeah. You know, where it's kind of like, yeah, I understand that you love him. But, like, think about the facts. Like, the yeah. facts are, you can't go, if you you can't come home with us, because our whole community will disown you. Mm-hmm. You can't get back to them, because you always be this weird Jewish girl. Mm-hmm. You there's no place to be happy, even if you do love him. Yeah. You know, he's trying to reason with her that way. And she's like, no, but I love him, you know, and yeah. he, he can't he can't think of it that way because he can't think he would never disown his community because that's everything he knows. You yeah. Know? So it just puts in this really interesting light where I think I think the fact that Tevia doesn't break on that last thing, mm-hmm. like he doesn't like that that line about bending until you break is just so interesting. I think this is a really good movie to show and to think about where um, <clears throat> sometimes we have trouble, especially mm-hmm. nowadays, to associate ourselves put ourselves in other people's shoes and like think about how other people are thinking like you know i i don't like racists and i don't like you know people that disagree with me and have different views than i do but you don't like anyone that has different views than you do i usually don't (laughs) okay Uh, but sometimes it's important to understand that they're coming from somewhere you know it's not unbased it's none of it's like purely evil Uh nothing is like nobody sets out at the end of the day to leave their home and be a bad person yeah you know something's causing it something is steeped in tradition or faith or something is holding them back to stop them from bridging that gap into yeah. thinking the way you think and vice versa we're steeped in our own traditions mm-hmm. and faith that keep us from thinking the way other people do you know yeah so it's really interesting in, in today's light when everything's so polarized to see this movie about this guy who's trying to bend best he can yeah but still hold on to something you know mm-hmm. to still to be that fiddler on the roof yeah with the ak Ready to stop those fucking Russians from taking just, our home. We just get one good song that I like a lot. Do you love me? 
I don't know. Something like that. It's like, do I love you? Well, after 25 years, I've... I've wiped her ass. I sucked your dick. So, you I, ask me I, I, if I, I love you. I don't know if Jews do that. My answer is... That's racist. <laughs> um, it's anti-Semitic. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Just keep flip tested. Yeah. Um, no, that's it. Put it on a t-shirt. I just love that song because this also, again, Tevia's like all these new ideas and his daughter's all yeah. marrying for love and he realizes he's been married to this woman for 25 years and it's like, oh shit. Do we love each other? <laughs> and she's like, I don't know, do we? And he's yeah, like, well, because they, they had arranged marriage too, yeah. right? So they like, he, yeah, so he didn't know. So they've fallen in love with each other. Yeah. So that also shows that like it could work, but yeah. why not let people love each other yeah but i i do i do find it interesting that a dad did not bend on that last thing all the way up until the end of the movie well that's that's you a know? bigger deal in, yeah you know the jewish faith the, in any culture yeah, i mean like i mean yeah in any culture it's 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 when if i bring home a white girl it's there's a thing there like, there's no always something yeah, yeah regardless of what culture anybody is or whatever like you bring home someone of a different nationality or religion even sometimes then then you know it sometimes it can cause problems i mean yeah. like till this day you know yeah, when my, I inter- my last big relationship i'm pretty sure it didn't work because the family's a little racist yeah that's true yeah yeah i mean like when i brought my uh my, when i was like my ex when you know i was bringing her to my grandma and telling her about her you know my grandma was like is she white and she said it with excitement. And I was like, no. And then she was like, oh, okay. And she was like, is she Dominican? And she said it with anger. <laughs> I was like, no. She's like, okay, then I don't care. But, yeah. <laughs> but there was still those two. One, yeah. one was a preference and the other one yeah. was uh, not. There's always a thing there still yeah. now. But back then it was unheard of, absurd. It was blasphemous. It was, yeah. you know, it was against God's will, you know, according to what they were talking yeah. about, you know. So it was, oof. This is rough. Woof. Woof. It was rough. Um, yeah. So then uh, basically like it's the, the, the Russians come and they're like, dude, you got to get out. Yeah, Everyone got to the fuck out. Sell your land three days. Out. Who are you going to sell it to? I don't fucking know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, somebody probably for real cheap. Yeah. It's like, hey, I have to get rid of this. Give me something for it. It's like, give me 20 bucks. It's like, no, it's worth like 2000. Yeah. Nah. No, nah, 20, 25. I'm generous. <laughs> it's, okay. That's probably what happened. Yeah. Honestly, and then to literally put everything they own onto the, the cart, if they have a cart. Yeah. If not, just what they can carry. Yeah. And literally just go. Yeah. There was an old lady on a bed on top of a cart. And I was like, that's dope. That's how I want to travel. But I felt bad. Yeah. You know? I, I, it's real sad when the rabbi is packing up the synagogue and all he carries with him is the Torah. Yeah. Like, that's it. That's all he can yeah. carry. And, and, and that's just all he so many of them were like, you know the the gossip lady was like, "Oh, we're asking people where they're going." They're like, "Oh, you don't know?" You know, because people yeah. just didn't know where they're going. They knew they had to leave, but they had no destination. Yeah, so we were like, "I have family here. I yeah. have someone I know there. I think maybe I'll go here." My favorite moment in the movie though is here, where the the guy's like, hey, "Laser Wolf comes up, Tevi. <laughs> he's like, "Where are you going?" MVP of the movie. I love Laser Wolf. He comes up, Tevi. He's like, "Where are you going?" He's like, "I'm going to Chicago." He's like, "I'm going to Chicago, America." He's like. Oh, I'm going to New York, America. We're going to be neighbors. <laughs> that was my favorite part. Uh, they have a sweet farewell moment. Yeah. And then they sing the saddest song. <laughs> Which little was? Little bit of this. Oh, a yeah. Little bit of that. 
a pot, a stick, a, pan, <laughs> yes. a, broom, a stick. It's like just talking about what what what's what a, they're gonna leave behind. It's and also what like the what's a place? It's yeah. just things and yeah, you know, it's it's more than that. Yeah, yeah. it's trying to be a little uplifting, but it's super sad. Oh yeah, it is. and that's the last song of the movie. Mm-hmm. And then they leave, and the fiddler's like, "I'm back, bitch." Yeah. There's one little moment when Hava saying goodbye, and and Tevia he doesn't break but he bends a little and he d- yeah. does say something to his daughter doesn't look at her still yeah but he just says and god with you and god be with you yeah and then the mom tells her like where they're gonna be yeah um and then the she's like okay and then he's like she was just announce it to everyone to and he yeah. doesn't get mad at that you know the daughter's gonna know where they're gonna stay yeah which is nice yeah um and then I th- they move I think, on i think with time yeah you know i think with sure. time if they were in the same place it would have been easier yeah but- and once they see how crazy new york is yeah, I don't, I, yeah. <laughs> well, part of New York depends. I think I think Kava is going to be the least of his worries. Yep. <laughs> I think they're going to be able to reconnect. But, but you can tell Tevi is like he's not he's he's not mulling it over, but he's not not thinking about it. You know mm. what I mean? He's still like thinking and consoling yeah. and working his way with God and like you know. It's interesting that they didn't fight back. You know who? The Jews. Well, they talked about maybe doing it, but they decided not to. But ultimately, it's like, like I feel like modern what? day movie they would have fought back, and the fiddler would have fucking knew jujitsu. <laughs> you ever see a person? Well, the fiddler on the roof would be Lindsay Sterling. Oh, nice! And she would dance fight back. <laughs> Man, I, I like that. I'm okay with that. Oh my goodness! Lindsay Sterling shout out. Um, not a sponsor. Um, and then there's that last moment about the fiddler asking Tevia if he can come with them, and Tevia's like, "Fine." Yeah. And that's him saying, "I'll bring my tradition with me." Yeah. That's the end of the movie. Boom. The only thing we didn't talk about was the ten minute intermission in the middle. Yep, there was a ten minute intermission that I was so happy was there. I was like, "This minute's ten minutes shorter. This movie's ten minutes shorter." I'm so fucking stoked. Love it. Oh. Oh, you didn't get up, stretch your legs. I was so something. happy. I just fast forwarded it. And I was like, "Yes, thank God, <laughs> saving track. grace." Yeah. <laughs> it's great. Okay, Nick. I don't know why movies that anyway. Did you like so this movie? No, it's not. Uh, what's your takeaway? What you? What's my takeaway? Yeah. Um, I guess. Did you like this movie? Oh, uh, see, now that's what. That's why we had these questions. Yeah, I know. I realized the questions <laughs> covered that. I, you know. Um, I did. I liked the movie a lot. That was great. It was very enjoyable. Um, important movie to watch. It's a little old. Very old. Yeah. Yeah. The rest of the questions cover my the rest of what I had to say. Second question. Or would you recommend this movie? Um, if you are a fan of Jewish musicals, <laughs> then go ahead and you know be my guest. Jewish that I just finished up. Season two of Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Nice. You should definitely check it out. Did you ever finish first season? Nope. You should. You said you would, so you have I, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will at some point. And I've, re- and I've read all of Berserk. I've read all of Promise Neverland. You owe me this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. What's the next question? Oh. Would I continue watching? Yeah, would you watch another one? Another? Fiddler on the Roof 2? Yeah. If, yeah. If you found out there was oh, a Fiddler yes. on the Roof 2 or a Fiddler on the Roof remake, if there's a Fiddler on the Roof remake, I would it? be there day one to watch that shit. <laughs> I want Hugh Jackman as Tevya. Okay. I want Ty Dollar Sign as Modal. I want fucking like. Who's Golda? Who, Golda? Yeah. Oh, man. Who's like a good singer lady? Kelly Clarkson. Kelly Clarkson as Modal. Or as, as Golda. Modal is a tailor. Yeah, yeah, no, that's Ty Dollar <laughs> yeah, Sign. Yeah, yeah. I, I already casted him. Who's who's um Seidel, the eldest daughter? The eldest daughter? No. That's gonna be um Lindsay Sterling. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's the fiddler. No, she changed. Oh, she both changed. Yeah, yeah. And the middle daughter would be, or the second oldest daughter would probably be like, I don't know, but the third one would probably be like Dove Cameron. There you go, nailed <laughs> she's it. She's so white. Nice. The fiddler is gonna be Jamie Foxx. Oh no, maybe. 
I bet the oldest daughter would be like, what's one of the Broad City? The, uh, of the Broad City yeah, yeah, one of the girls from Broad City. Yeah. Nice. I like it. <laughs> nice. This, is this is good. We're going to make this happen. <laughs> and then Paul Giamatti's going to be there. Paul Giamatti. Oh, I don't know yeah. where. He's a rabbi. Know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. He's Laser Wolf? No, yeah. <laughs> laser Wolf. Danny DeVito's Laser Wolf. Oh, that's even better. Okay, Paul, you got bumped out of Rabbi again. <laughs> Danny DeVito. Live. I love that, it. That was my dad. That's good. Yeah. Oh, I man. squatted. You guys can see, but that was the only part of the impression. Okay, Nick. <laughs> it was mostly squatting. Okay, Nick. Are you ready for your challenge? Um... No, I just we did. Talk about we did something super old today, so we have to do something <laughs> new so we can get listeners. <laughs> okay, I don't think it's gonna matter either way. Are you ready? <laughs> I've seen the numbers. <laughs> <laughs> Are you ready? <laughs> sure. Uh, Nick, I know you're already excited for this. It hasn't even come out yet. I'm excited for it, but it comes out this weekend. You know what I'm gonna say? You know what I'm gonna give you. We gotta talk about this bad boy because whether it's good or bad, we're gonna have things to say about it. Oh, a dog's way home. A dog's way home. Homeward Bound 3. <laughs> Glass. Glass. Yeah. Yeah. Glass. Comes out this weekend. And I got my tickets already. All right. I will. Oh, shit. I'm All serious right. about it. Okay, okay. I'm seeing it Friday. Okay. 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 Well, I don't know whether I'll have a job by that or not. So I can't. <laughs> Welcome to my world. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Um, I will. Okay. I will also make sure to watch Unbreakable and Split before that, too. You haven't watched either of them? No, I have. But I haven't uh, since Split came out say. and since Unbreakable came yeah, out. Yeah, I'll rewatch Break- yeah. Unbreakable, actually. That's a good idea. Yeah. Split is pretty relevant. It was a good movie, though. So Split is solid. Yeah, yeah. I haven't watched Unbreakable <laughs> since 2004. I five. remember loving it. Same. But I don't think but I've watched right. it since But you're right. I have then. to watch it again. Yeah. Solid movie. Um, but T hasn't seen either one. And so. Sixth Sense, because that's part of the universe, too. Ooh. Are you in for a rude awakening? <laughs> and Signs. Is it Signs for a uh, Yeah. That's how they got their powers. The aliens Mel came. directed both. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a Mel Gibson. Leave universe. the weapon. Yep. <laughs> I'm too old for I know this shit. <laughs> I know this movie. Is Predator, I got it. I'm too old for this shit? That yeah, yeah, that's Lethal Weapon. Weapon. Is that Die Hard? No, that's Lethal Weapon. I was getting confused. How? Because I've never seen Lethal Weapon. <laughs> so you've seen Die Hard, so you know. Only two of them. You get him confused. <laughs> How do you get something confused with one that you saw and one that you didn't see? Exactly, because I haven't seen the other one. <laughs> How do I know? <laughs> Is this from Die Hard or from a movie I haven't seen? What is? Yeah. Get us out of here as Tevye. Oh man, that's gonna be racist. I can't do it. I don't know what Tevye sound like. He talks to God. Dear God, Lord. Dear Lord, can you please send down a five star review for this podcast? Because we need it bad. We are poor in terms of reviews. Please make us rich, Lord. Amen. Mm-hmm. I feel like I sound different with this upside down. You do. You sound hotter. I know, don't I? Yeah. Are you you hear me, right? Right? Yeah. Yes. Testing. 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 What are my <sighs> level? What are my levels looking at? It's, it's reading me, right? Every little. I'm on the left. I'm L. Your R. It's peep. It goes peep peep, and it's yeah. like three fourths yeah, of the way. Good. It's like three fourths of the way when I'm yeah, normal yeah. talking. You, how about yours? Mine is all the way. Wait, no. Yeah, it goes all the way and then drops down. No, it's all the way. Maybe because I'm super close. Yeah, but you can barely be picked up anyway. Yeah, that's fair. So you're you're all the way. You know? All the way. I need to be I need sky. to be three fourths because I peak. Yeah. Most of the time. Yeah. Because I'm like yeah. Yeah, it's true. A lot. Yeah. So intense. 
so intense. Double rainbow all the way across, across the, the sky. sky. Ah, so so intense. intense. Double rainbow all the way across the sky. Oh, I need my phone. So intense. I feel like what? That was a great harmony. We should start a improv group. Let's do it. We're called improv. In some places. Do you know if you start taking classes at the Magnet and then I'm taking classes at the Magnet, magnet yeah. and then we make enough friends, which we usually tend to do when uh-huh. we're around people, we can like... Start a podcast. <laughs>